I'm Kristen Elizabeth, and welcome to the Evolving Mama podcast. This show holds space for you as we begin to uncover who we really are on our path to awakening. We are here to guide you back into your power and to discover your purpose in this lifetime. You will be inspired to reconnect to your higher self and tap into mind, body, and soul to find clarity, confidence, and joy. Join me and inspiring guests as we share evolution through career, motherhood, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creating the life of our dreams. My intention is that these expansive conversations act as a mirror where you begin to see a reflection of who you are and who you want to become. Now, together, we expand. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to 2024. I am so excited to connect with you today and have a chat and hopefully share some incredibly, really enlightening themes and messages from my experience at Abraham Hicks. Before we do, it has been a pretty exciting start to the new year for me. Exciting and also a little tiring, but so exhilarating. I embarked on a journey to Los Angeles from the Chicago area on January 10th to attend a retreat that was hosted by Julia at Dream Your Life Now. She has been my coach and mentor excuse me, and friend. And I've been in a mastermind with about 12 women and the women came out to attend the retreat. And so we've been building this just beautiful relationship together weekly and building these friendships and coming together in person was just the next level of the experience. And it felt so good to connect with women that are so aligned. Our souls are just so deeply connected and to be in person and to hug one another, one another, and to have some pretty expansive experiences together and right in front of each other was just absolutely mind-blowing. I'm so grateful Uh, There were a lot of amazing things at the retreat. It was in the Pacific Palisades, which is just like a little bit north of LA, um, right next to Santa Monica. And we stayed at a beautiful Airbnb that literally overlooked the ocean with an expansive backyard, um, which is where most of the sessions and things were held. One of the most wild parts of that particular day was a breathwork session uh, that was hosted by a woman named Marlies. She's out of South Africa, but she's in LA. And it is holotropic breathing. So it's this special breathing that you actually do um, through your mouth. So your mouth is open. And I'm not kidding. It If you get in, which I did after probably like five breaths, I was already in. It's almost like a psychedelic experience. It's hard for me to describe on the podcast here exactly what happened, but my 
body in so many parts was like buzzing and almost numb. I could feel like multiple inches of like energy buzzing. My arms were like in the air and my fingers were all like distorted, but like locked in place and they felt totally numb and crazy. And so there's so many physical sensations, but there's also this like expansive emotional release that happens. Um, And so you could, you know, have audio and be loud and we're in a big circle laying on yoga mats doing this. Um, And so it was a loud experience. It was just an emotional experience and an insane physical experience. So if you are looking for something that can just be just like an incredible, expansive, like get you almost out of your head experience, check out breathwork and holotropic breathing. I really feel like though it can be um, so expansive that, you know, you should either be doing it with um, people that you know or solo and definitely lay down in the process. I had tested this once in a group session, but it was virtual and I was sitting in my chair and I couldn't do it because I got so overwhelmed. So there were more experiences on that retreat, um, which one of which I'm going to talk about today, which is seeing Esther Hicks channel Abraham Hicks live, which was really, really interesting. We also had another ceremony um, that we did one of the other days. I'm not really ready to talk about that yet, and I'm not sure, honestly, if I ever will, but You never know what's going to happen because I am open to the universe surprising me, delighting me, and there might be a path or a reason why I shared that at some point. But um, yeah, so today I want to talk about my experience and really... I tried to crunch this down into four like just mind-blowing themes that I took away from seeing Abraham Hicks live. Now, if you're not really familiar with this, let me give you a little bit of background. So Esther Hicks and her husband, Jerry, who is no longer alive, they um, have written a ton of books and also tour, but Esther Hicks channels this entity that they call Abraham. And so essentially what that means is she goes into a different state of consciousness and allows this being to come through and communicate through her. I know for some of you, this might sound a little crazy or a little woo. I've always been curious about this in my spiritual journey, but now knowing how I channel my spirit guides, this is, um, this is truth for me. So I read one of um, Esther and Jerry Hicks' books called Ask and It Is Given. And actually, this was gifted to me uh, from Julia. And it was one of the books that I read earlier on the path of my spiritual journey. There are many, there are a few others that I read before this, and then a ton that I've read after and just continue to read. But asking it is given is really about learning to manifest your desires. So the first half of the book is just all of these profound teachings that come through Esther channeling Abraham. 
And then in the back half of the book, I think there are 22 processes that are things that you can do to get you into a state of feeling better from where you are now. So what I love about that is it's not just like meditate or do all, do this, do that. It's actually like allowing you to reflect at your current state and where you are. And then where you are today, they give you some of the processes that could be your next stage and to get you um, into a state of feeling better. So it's there to meet you where you at, where you are at. Um, so this is my entry point, you know, into Esther Hicks. And one of the things I found so fascinating at the beginning of this book is that, well, I mean, she's just like a normal person, right? And she was just feeling overwhelmed and some anxiety and, you know, these things. And she starts meditating and she consistently meditates and she does this for nine months before the entity known as Abraham comes in. So I, I partly say this because it's so fascinating to have this commitment for such a long period of time. And then this like incredible moment happen where she, all of a sudden she's channeling Abraham and her husband is just like, wow, like what is going on? But I say this to remind you that like, what you desire is manifesting. The universe is putting that together, but it doesn't just poof in front of you most often. Sometimes it does, but most often it doesn't just appear in front of you the next day or the next week or the next month. And so it really takes your commitment towards that desire for it to appear in front of you. So this was um, this was on Saturday. Uh, Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks was in LA, um, kind of west West LA, Northwest LA, and so four of us ladies uh, head out and took the drive about forty five ish minutes, close to an hour from Santa Monica, and arrived in a very unassuming part of LA to a Sheridan hotel where she was hosting this. There were a ton of people, just like a wide range of people, which was really interesting. And it was hosted in kind of a big hotel hall, right? If you can imagine, and she's on stage. And so what she does is she aligns with the energy of people in the audience. And as they raise their hand to want to come up and ask questions, whatever questions they have, she calls you up and you sit in a chair on stage with her. Um, And in fact, what's interesting is like the person that's called on stage, their back is to the audience. They do have screens so you can see them from the front, but it's almost like a very intimate experience for those who get called up on stage. So this process starts and it's just so interesting to see her live and channeling and she does her deep breathing and kind of gets into the moment. And I swear the room was like, there was so much sage spell in there. Uh, But If you follow, you know, you can go on YouTube and watch some of these live or these messages that come through. There are Instagram accounts. Um, There's also like their Instagram account. I think it's called Abraham Hicks Publications. So you can start to engage in this content. It is extremely uplifting. So even if you don't necessarily believe in the channeling portion, I think, oh, just filling your social feeds with like beautiful, expansive 
dreamy messages is the way to go. Okay, so let's dive in to the four mind-blowing themes I took away from seeing Abraham Hicks. It's some of these messages can be so simple yet so deep. So you may need to listen to this more than once, Um, but let's start. So the first one I want to share are really these just like three core steps to the law of attraction that Abraham kind of kept referring to. And so the first step, and this is kind of bundled into like one mind-blowing theme. So I'm going to talk about these three steps. And the first step is asking. You have to ask for what you desire. You have to ask out loud. You have to ask in journal. You have to ask in your mind, in your thoughts. But in order to ask, you have to know what you want, right? And I think so often in our life, we're just kind of running through the motions and the tasks and things seem busy that we don't actually take the time to get quiet and ask ourselves what we really want. And when I say that, I don't mean your ego. I mean what like you, your soul, what the core of you really wants. And I am not saying that this the core of you like can't want some beautiful car or like a new model that's being released. That's totally okay. That doesn't mean that it's just your ego, but it's truly thinking about what you desire, what you desire to have, what you desire to experience. And I know sometimes this can be difficult to just speak up and say what you want. Even if you're by yourself talking out loud, like, what do I want? So I want you to think about that. If you struggle with that a little bit, it's really easy for us to get into a place of knowing what we don't want, right? So if you have to, think about what you don't want. And when you say that out loud or you think it or you journal, like, I don't want this, try to find what the opposite of that is and see if that's something that you want in your life that you want to ask for. Number two, the second principle within these steps of the law of attraction is that source lines up instantly. So once you get clear on your desires and you begin asking for that and you're clear and knowing what you desire and what you want, and it could be broad, source will line up instantly. So you don't have to do anything in step number two. Once you are at that vibration of the desire that you have, Source, universe, whatever you want to call it, God, the energy of the universe, all of that begins to line up instantly to rearrange, kind of like a Rubik's Cube, to give you what you desire. That one's pretty easy because we get to sit back and take a seat and just know that things are working out for us. And the third step within this theme is the intentional inspired action, right? So taking that little action and in fact, hearing the nudges, you know that you have nudges. I know you know that you have an intuition and that you get feelings to do things or say things or you get little nudges from the universe or from your higher self or through your intuition that is telling you to do something or to go somewhere, whatever that is. 
So begin to take that intentional inspired action and follow your nudges because that is your soul, your higher self, your spirit team, your light team trying to communicate with you and send you on the right path. So that's the first theme that I wanted to discuss, which is so simple. Yet I I'm I'm almost feel like I want to say I guarantee that there's a lot of you listening that really haven't been asking for your true desires or you're not clear on what you want. Okay. So be sure to re-listen to that a little bit, digest. It can take a lot to process these, even though they seem simple. They can be quite deep when you really think about it. Okay. The second mind-blowing theme that I want to share is almost like this analogy Abraham shared to process this kind of this way of living that we have in a way. And so the the theme was, or the, um, I'm trying to think like if it's like an analogy or what it is, but essentially Abraham said, we all walk around with this bag of marbles. Like this bag of marbles is just like attached to us. And when we begin to take a marble out, we're like kind of grabbing it and holding it in front of us. And, you know, these are all of our marbles. And our marbles are really kind of these, they're not negative, but they're just these habits or heavier things or ways of being that we've kind of adapted to or held on to in our life that we bring out of the bag. Like quite often we bring that marble out of the bag. So, you know, you could have a marble in your bag that's like all about limiting beliefs, right? And maybe that limiting belief is like, I am not good enough. And you have this marble that you bring out of the bag sometimes. But the truth is like, we want to just kind of keep those marbles in the bag. And so we train ourselves to to do that. So I'll talk more, um, you know, examples here. Um, you could also have a marble that's like your victim mode. And so quite often you bring this marble out of the bag and get into a victim mode. So let's talk about maybe some examples related to those specific ones as I talk about some of these messages that Abraham shared around this analogy with marbles. So these marbles, these learned behaviors, these habits, this learned way of thinking that was ingrained to you when you were younger, it's really about, wow, just like breaking the habit, right? I always talk about this hamster wheel we're on. Half the time, we don't even think about what we're saying or where it comes from or how we can change it. And so this is all about breaking the habit. We're learning how to put that marble back in the bag if it comes out. Maybe it just jumps right out of that bag and you finally recognize that this isn't a marble I want to play with and I'm going to put it back in the bag. So what you do really is this marble comes out of the bag. It's just this ingrained way of thinking or it's this negative way of thinking that you have. And so you recognize when that marble comes out, you recognize that bad thought 
And once you notice that, you choose to change that thought. And how you do that is you really recognize the other end of the emotional spectrum and what positive emotion can come out of that thought. So really finding an existing good feeling thought about that particular marble, something existing that matches the other side of that emotion. And once you can do that, all of a sudden you can say, like, I feel softer. I feel better. Right? So to go back to the couple examples that I mentioned, like your marble You could have a marble in there for limiting beliefs, or you could have some pretty core limiting beliefs and maybe each have their own marble. But let's say you have a marble that is, you know, I'm not good enough. You have that thought a lot. Like I'm, it's like an imposter syndrome marble, right? And so something happens It could be related to like a relationship or somebody you're dating and all of a sudden you feel you're not good enough. It could be something in your career or your job and you want to go for a different role or something and you're, I'm not good enough. It could be like me, right? Uh, With the evolving mama and the podcast and having moments of limiting beliefs, right? I'm not, I'm not good enough. Like why should I have a podcast? Who wants to listen to me? What do I have to offer? through my voice, through my messages, right? We all experience that. So I'm pretty confident to assume that we all have the the limiting belief marbles. So if I'm having that thought, I'm not good enough. In that moment, I'm going to break that habit. And I'm going to recognize that I've said I'm not good enough in my head, right? And so the goal in that moment is to change that thought from the other end of the emotional spectrum. The trick is it has to be something that you you do believe, right? And there are totally things that you are absolutely good enough for or to do. And so it's really about connecting to those. So I'm not good enough. What's a core thought on that spectrum that is actually positive? right? Well, I I am actually really, really good at blank, right? Insert that. But something that you really believe. Like I'm actually really good at creating presentations. And when I present them, I get really good feedback when I do that. People really understand what I'm saying. So all of a sudden, I'm connecting with an emotion that reminds me how good I am at something or that I am good enough at something. And so even though whatever you're relating to, where you're saying I'm not good enough, you're connecting to something on the opposite end of that spectrum, on that emotional spectrum that you believe about yourself being good enough. And once you have that first thought, you know, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to be showing up here on a podcast. And then I connect to something on the other end of that spectrum because I recognize I'm having a negative thought. I'm like, you know, actually I've had several people who tell me that my voice can be very soothing for them. And in fact, when they're listening to my podcast, 
if they had anxiety before it, it actually starts to drop. And so I remind myself, I, I, I am good enough to be here doing this because I've gotten legitimate feedback, even if it's just a few people that have said my voice is calming. And so once you think that thought, all of a sudden other good emotional thoughts from that spectrum related to that marble start to come in. Uh, Another example that I brought up was like the victim example, right? So maybe you have a marble in there where you tend to play victim quite often, right? Um, And, you know, this is something that I lived in for a long time, I think, because of just what I uh, feel was a rather challenging life, you know, and upbringing. And so I definitely have this victim marble that comes out sometimes. So let's create an example, right? Um, oh gosh, I have children and, um, you know, I don't have support from my parents and I don't get any help and I feel just unsupported and alone And it's all their fault because they're not here um, up and willing to support me or capable of it or, right? So I'm jumping into victim mode. So the goal is to think of an emotion on the other end of the spectrum that is positive, that can pull me out of that. So if I'm sulking in that victim mode of my circumstances with help from my parents regarding my kids or their relationship with them, what's a better feeling thought on that same emotional spectrum? And for me, one of them that I go to is like, well, I have a great community outside of that where, you know, I get support and help with my children. And actually, you know, knowing that they're not engaged and involved in that way gives me some freedom to know that, well, I could kind of live wherever because I'm not, you know, I don't require their help to navigate parenthood and um, support in the physical way. And so you start to feel these thoughts that actually feel good. I can move myself out of victim mindset and drop that marble back in the bag and realize that, oh, I had a good feeling thought. Like I actually have an amazing community outside of my parents that helped me. Oh, because of that circumstance, it actually offers me a lot of freedom. Okay. So hopefully that (laughs) is helpful for you to kind of think about your bag of marbles, just these things in your life that you've absorbed as truth, even though they might not be, these things that hold you back in your life. And so start to think about what your marbles are. I think Abraham kind of suggested you know, drawing this big circle and putting all of these little circles in it on a piece of paper and starting to identify what your marbles are. Like, what are you carrying around that you can begin to recognize when the marble comes out, connect with a positive emotion at the other end of the spectrum related to that marble that you do believe and put the marble back in the bag. It's such an empowering exercise to think about and honestly, it's like making me a little bit emotional to think about you being so empowered to no longer be held hostage by your marbles and to really step into the power that you have 
to be happy, to live in joy, to do the things you want to do by putting those things away that are not yours, that are not true. So, ah, two mind-blowing themes so far. We're going to jump to the third one. And this this is this is big. Okay? It's going to sound so simple, but it is big. Okay? The third mind-blowing theme that Abraham talked about, the answers are within you. That sounds so simple, right? The answers are within you. But think about this for a second. And I'm going to go a little deeper here. And a lot of what I'm sharing is actually words directly from Abraham. So you're kind of getting this experience, which is incredible. But think about this for a minute. In your own life, maybe there's something last year where you were in a position to make a decision that felt like a big decision. Okay, I've been there. I'm, I'm there frequently, <laughs> but it looks a little different for me now. But think about in 2023, was there a time where you had like a bigger decision to make? And maybe you struggled with it a little bit. How many people did you ask for advice? How many people did you ask, what should I do? Start counting that. Is it two, three, four? I think what Abraham is saying is it's okay to get some advice so that it can help. Maybe you connect the dots to the answers that you have in your own, you know, your own consciousness. But the reality is all of the answers are within you. No one else can make a decision for us. And they honestly don't know the right decision for us. And if you get to thinking too much about all of the details and opinions and suggestions, you begin to get out of your knowingness and your own higher self and conscious mind and universal intelligence that actually does have the right answer for you. So this next line was huge. Okay, so listen closely. If you are calibrating to others looking for answers, you are lost. And I want to say that again because it's pretty deep. If you are calibrating to others looking for answers, you are lost. Wow. Does that hit you? Do you calibrate to everybody else? Everyone else's energy, everyone else's answers. You are lost if you're doing that. And what I interpret you being lost means is you are, you're lost and you can't find your intuition. You are lost and you can't connect to your higher self. You are lost and you can't connect with your soul. You have guidance within you. Right? And when something feels like a good idea, you have to make decisions from a place of good feeling alignment. So you know when something feels like a good idea. 
Because if it didn't feel like a good idea, you wouldn't be contemplating making a decision about it, right? And so when something feels like a good idea, we want you to make decisions from a place of good feeling alignment. In other words, if something feels good, that is your higher self. That is your soul saying, yeah, you know, we know this is the right decision for you. I felt like this one was just such a mind-blowing theme to finally like digest that sentence. Right? The answers are within you. If you are calibrating to others looking for answers, you are lost. And you're hearing this message right now because it is time. It is time for you to reconnect to what you truly want. In order for you to ask, it is time for you to figure out what you truly desire, not from your ego, but from your soul, from your higher self. And from there, you get your ideas, you get the thoughts and the feelings related to your desires. And when they feel good, you start to make a decision from a place of feeling good because you are in alignment. And these answers come from you because you are no longer calibrating to others looking for answers. You are no longer lost. You are found within yourself. You are found. You are reconnected to the most beautiful part of yourself that you've always had a connection to, but somehow got disconnected. Wow. I could reset with these (laughs) over and over again because on the surface, there's simplicity. But in the depths and digesting each of those words, It can feel mm, expanding yet complex. Okay. The final theme that I want to talk about is a lot of the words that and, and just messages that Abraham shared around the core principles of the law of attraction, right? And this law of attraction is really based around how your thoughts and feelings create the energy within you. And that energy emits a vibration. And essentially, where you are vibrating at is what you attract because you attract similar vibrations, right? And so these are some of the core principles or messages that Abraham shared that are just, you know, mind expanding and really create this desire to feel good. And so the main sentence, that the main message that blew my mind around this theme, the core principles of the law of attraction, I'm going to have to repeat this twice because I want you to hear this. How you think is how you feel. And what you feel is what you get. I'm going to say that one more time. And I really, if you're in the position to close your eyes and to just hear this message, how you think is how you feel. And what you feel is what you get. Like, so simple. 
yet so profound. So we think about, you know, you know, it's kind of funny, but I'm like, you think about your thoughts, right? Because I know you, you know, there's two parts of yourselves. There's the part of yourself that just is. And then there's the part of yourself that kind of talks to you all day. And quite frankly, sometimes it can be mean to you. It can be quite negative because that's your ego. You are not your thoughts. Okay. You really aren't. Those those thoughts are coming from our ego. The ego has just grown bigger and bigger and bigger. And quite frankly, I think meaner and meaner and meaner. (laughs) And so this whole process of reconnecting to yourself, of not being lost anymore, is all about moving that ego out or acknowledging it and letting it go. And thinking from a place of the core of who you are, from your soul, right? Because that's all love. That's all beauty. Oh, you, I Like when I say those words, I, I felt it in my body. It's like, that's me. That's really who I am. That's really where my true thoughts come from. Right? And so... As we recognize how we've been thinking in our life, what is the audio script that's running in our head? That is going to determine how you feel. So if you're thinking negative thoughts all day or mean thoughts or even mean thoughts about others or yourself or things aren't going to work out for me, I'm in a bad place. If you're thinking that, well, that's going to determine how you feel. And what you feel or how you feel, right? Because that's the, all about the energy or the vibration, what you're able to, what the, what the universe is able to match for you. That's what you get. So if you're in a state in this cycle of thinking negative and not feeling good, you get more negative and more things that don't make you feel good. Yeah, pretty big. And so feeling bad means you're attracting something unwanted. These are Abraham words now. So feeling bad means you are attracting something unwanted. And feeling good is that you are are attracting that which you wanted. Right? So catch yourself when you get into the state of negative feelings, negative thinking, right? Catch yourself and just say, I'm just doing this out of habit. It's, it's not real. It's not truth. It's, it's not coming from my higher self or my soul or it's not coming from a place of love. I'm just doing this out of habit. And Abraham says, you're too focused on what is and not what the universe has in store for you. So if you're thinking negatively, it might be because you know, where you're at at this point in your life in any area of the wheel of life, like maybe it's not what you desire. So all you can think about is what it looks like right now and it's not what you desire. But start to think about all of the amazing things that are coming your way and how each of those categories of your life are getting better because you have no idea what the universe has in store for you, my friend. (laughs) And things are about to get really amazing once you step into this space of 
thinking positive, thinking good things, changing the way you feel. And once you get into a state of mostly feeling good, you're going to get it. Okay. And your thoughts, Abraham also says your thoughts, you know, anticipate being thrilled about what comes from the universe and your thoughts of desire and what you are thinking at any point in time can influence this. And so Abraham asks a couple questions. Can you feel it before you see it? Can you feel what it's like to be in your dream home before you actually see it? Can you feel what it's like to be in that role in your career before you see it? Can you feel what it's like to be running the business of your dreams and doing your life's work as your purpose before you see it? Do you have the capacity to see beyond what is? Do you have the capacity to see beyond what is literally right in front of you? And see your dreams, see your desires, see the things that you want to manifest, see your future self. In my coaching work, I call this your 2.0 version of yourself. Can you see what she or he is doing? So that was also a very mind-blowing theme. And I'll say it one more time because Abraham really said like, this is This is one of the main messages you're here, you are here to hear today. How you think is how you feel and what you feel is what you get. So get out there. If you feel lost, find yourself. Get support. Work with people who can help you get there. Leverage books, podcasts, oh, whatever you can to find yourself, figure out what marbles you have in your bag, begin to recognize them when they come out and lean into your power, recognize it and put that marble back into the bag. There is no reason, no benefit, no value to thinking bad thoughts, to feeling bad. Even if you are in a place in your life that you don't desire You can find one thing at the other end of that emotional spectrum and connect to something positive. And as you do that, it's like a tumbleweed. It starts to grow bigger and bigger because once you start thinking good thoughts, more good thoughts automatically start rolling in. So be patient. But I hope these kind of four core themes have been expansive for you. Again, there are so many books. I've read Ask and It Is Given from Esther Hicks. They have a ton of books. You can go onto YouTube. You can follow some accounts on Instagram to really put some positive messages in your life. And yeah. So thank you so much for being here. Wow. The podcast began in 2023. Here we are in a new year. I am committed, right? I am up uh, today at about 5.15 a.m. to get this recorded. So I have a level of commitment to this podcast. And as I continue to be inspired and want to be here, I will keep showing up. Uh, Your support does mean the world to me. So if you are in a position to quickly leave a rating for the podcast or a review, 
it just means so much to me. And hearing, you know, your thoughts and your feedback and your support just gives me that little boost to keep going because uh, this truly is a time commitment. But I do feel there is purpose behind this, behind me being here, behind you being here and listening to this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And wherever you are, have a beautiful day, a beautiful evening, and it's time to explore, reconnect to that beautiful soul that is all loving within you.